0: Kids doing a special today too, and no, they're not. Okay, all right. Well, it's good to have Brother Norm Stevens here with us this morning, and uh, what a blessing! Uh, do you really want revival? I'm willing to obey. That's what we need, isn't it? And uh, we've said before often. Right now, each one of us in here is really as close to God as we want to be. And the uh, question is, do we want to be closer? Amen. <laughs> and that, that's what we need. Amen. So uh, we're thankful to have Brother Stevens here and, of course, the Rea's family visiting us who are planning on coming our way soon. And uh, what a blessing. So let's have our, our open hearts, uh, thick skin, tender hearts. Amen. And, uh, and uh, let God uh, uh, work in our hearts today. And uh, so uh, let's pray, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and blessings. We thank you for by the stevens here being with us we thank you that because we have your word we have your spirit father we can have revival in our hearts and i pray that we all would draw closer to you today father to be one in here not born again they might even be saved today trust you as savior father and and for all of us help us uh, to go from glory to glory Father, to be to be closer to you uh, uh, each day in each moment and even uh, leaving here closer, Father, than when we came and uh, just revived and wanting to serve you. And so, Father, uh, uh, we pray you'd fill Brother Norm with your spirit. Uh, help Sister Lindsay fill her with your spirit watching uh, the children. Thank you for the good Sunday school hour already. Now, dear God, uh, do thy wondrous work in our hearts. Uh, fill my dear wife with your spirit interpreting and sign and give her that uh, grace and wisdom as well speak to all uh, that are seeing and hearing these services online uh, father and do thy work in in their hearts as well and father help us lord to, to be careful to thank you and praise you and we uh, do ask these things in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. Brother, Amen. Brother Norm, I ask you to come and yes, sir. preach and direct the service as you would. You may be seated. I think you
1: might have a scripture reading first. I'm not sure. Thank but... you. No, that's okay. I'm going to borrow, borrow your plant here a minute, you know. And I want to I wanna share something quickly uh, before getting into the message. It's abiding in Christ. Folks, if you cannot share with me today how to abide in Him, stay united in Him, okay, you've got a serious spiritual problem. A spiritual problem. The very first thing, I think we should get by six years old. If you're six six years old, you should learn this in a godly Christian home, and that is how to stay united in Christ. Okay, I'm not talking about our relationship with God. One saved, always saved. Do I have to go over that? We don't have to go over that here, right? You should believe that. Okay, you should believe that. It's a Bible truth. It's a doctrine in the Bible. And it's not obscure, okay? And so, I'm not talking about our relationship, but I am talking about your fellowship. Fellowship with God is not automatic. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But remember John 15, John chapter 15, 5 through 11. You need to master those verses. I don't know how long you've been saved, but you need to master John fifteen five through eleven. He said, uh, "If you abide in me, and I, and you, uh, if you abide in me, and, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, it should be done unto you." John fifteen verse seven, verse five, I'm the vine, you the branches. He that abideth me, and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. for Without me, he can do nothing. And so, God's kids are trying to do nothing. <laughs> they're trying to. They're trying to live for Christ, and they have no power. They have. Uh, uh, they, they, I mean, they, they sin. Uh, I mean, it's, it's. It, I mean, they lose more than they win. You know the battle. It's, you can walk with God. Everybody in this room today can walk with Him, by His side as His friend, as His companion, and have your heart burn with Him. I, okay, I'm just trying to help you walk with the Lord more perfectly. Okay. So if you know, if you don't take me like. A nine-year-old, you will write me off before we get started, okay? I'm just trying to help you so you can have a greater walk, a closer walk, one that's, uh, uh, that, that's exciting and vibrant and real. <laughs> uh, not just on Sunday and Wednesday, okay? 24-7, 365, 66 days, the leap year, okay. Jesus, and I'm the vine. Okay, he's that last thing right here. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm the vine, now ye are the branches, Okay. Is the Christian united in Christ now? Not talking about relationship, okay? We're talking about our fellowship, okay? Is this branch abiding in the vine right now? No, okay? Do you know what God said in verse 6, John 15 verse 6? You should know that. If you don't, you need to get back to the basics of Christianity 101. 101. Verse 6 says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men cast into the fire and they are burned. Now, he's not telling you how to get saved and stay saved. He's simply saying, Listen, if you choose to live this sort of life, if you choose to live not united in me, fellowship with me, abiding in me, then you'll have nothing to show me you love me. You like and appreciate what I've done for you, but you'll have nothing to throw down before me and show me you love me. You see, it's... It will be absolutely worthless. Your life, at the end of, the, I mean, 35 years, you've lived yourself, you do what you want to do. Think about Christ every once in a while, okay? And never has to be what God's people do, right? Well, just stop it. Learn to stay united in Him. You see, if you stay united in Him, so what separates the child of God from fellowship with God, the, 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 the divine? It starts with an S. Okay, that's complaining. Stop your complaining. You should have mastered complaining by now. Well, David complained. Okay, he murdered somebody too. Okay? Stop your complaining. Philippians 2.14 You know why you've never mastered complaining? You don't see it as God does. I didn't murder nobody. Okay. James 4.17 says, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth not to him it is... Okay. You should have mastered that. This is the day I've made. I want my children to rejoice and be glad in it. I mean, you can't even get out of bed without complaining, right? Folks, it starts with a decision. By the grace of God, if you are what you are by the grace of God, you ask for more grace. James, 4.2, till you have not because, okay, you're not asking for more grace. Okay, why should He give you the grace? Anyhow, what? Why should He give you more grace? Folks, this is basic stuff we should have got at six years old. Okay, I'm not trying to be mean or ugly. I'm simply saying, folks, we need to catch up. <laughs> you know, this is real. What I'm sharing with you is real, and a majority of God's people they don't even walk in fellowship with God. You can move the heart of God, gain from the Lord what you need. Can you imagine if God had, if you were abiding in Him, what God might do with you? <laughs> Okay, so sin. So it could be an you don't have to murder nobody. All you need is a filthy man. Matthew 5 whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her, you've what? Okay. You're not in you're not walking with him now, okay? You should master some of these things. You should get the beam out of thine eye so you can go help remove the moat out of thy brother's eye. We should be moving forward. We should be so much more. <laughs> Then we are. You see, this is not hard stuff. <laughs> and so you need to master that. So what is abiding in Christ? It's fellowship with God. But verse 7 says, my words abide in you. So abiding in Christ and letting His words abide in you are the very same thing. So you let the Word of God abide in you. Okay, fellowship. If, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and our rest- fellowship is restored, right? You know how to have a long week, don't you, brother? Y'all married, right? It's not up for renew, cancellation, anything. You, you're married and that's the end of it, right? You, you, you no know, divorce is not in there. You, you've got to work this thing out, right? Okay, but your fellowship is quite fragile, right? <laughs> Isn't that right? Fellowship is quite fragile? Okay, our relationship with God is secure. But your walk with God, your fellowship with Him is, very, is quite fragile needs to be tended to, taken care of. It's not automatic, according to the Bible. I don't know, maybe according to your way, but if you follow God's method, he says this is the way, walk ye in it, and God's people have so many ways of living for the Lord. It's like salvation. There's all roads lead to salvation, right? They know what they say? this way, that way, this way, but they're wrong, John 14, verse 6 I'm the way, the truth, and life, no man come to the Father but by me, so you got to through Christ so there's not a, many ways, there's a way and the same for living for Christ walking with God is a method, it is a path that's wonderful Amen. but it requires obedience <laughs> yeah, right well, John 15, verse 10 we're still John 15, 5-11 not even gotten to the message yet John 15, verse 10 says, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. And as you walk with the Lord, by His side, as His friend, as His companion, and He speaks to you through the Word of God, obey Him, do what He says, bring your life in total submission to Him. Alright? then you'll discover what the Christian the way, His way, the way is all about. What am I saying? You can't live for Christ without knowing what this book teaches. <laughs> you can't do it. You're just following your way. But you follow His way. And how about the old sin nature that you have? If you don't learn to stay united to Him, I mean, you're going to lose more than you win. The old sin nature does not want limitations. He does not want to be denied. He wants to rise up and be on the throne of your heart. Jesus says, I want to be on the throne somebody going to be on the throne Matthew 6 24 no man can serve two masters we're trying to prove him a liar and we're going to find out Jesus told us the truth you can't satisfy God and your job your, your money your family on an equal plane without having problems see that's the way that's his way right Mark eight thirty four. whosoever will come after me let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. It's a narrow road. A narrow road. But it's available for every Christian in the building, okay? You still so? And so what's about even Christ? Find a sin in your life. You confess it. Forsake it. And you do call it by its right name. You don't just say, Lord, please forgive me. I'm a shortcoming oh that's not confession Lord I lied today Lord I lusted today Lord that was wicked I agree with you it was wrong and by thy grace oh God I'm not going to do that again (laughs) okay (laughs) without him you can do nothing you see so now if you don't let his word abide in you many of you are listening to me that's not letting his truth abide in you for some of you it's going in one ear and right out the other letting his truth abide in you is taking what you've heard already and not let it go it's going over it again in the morning and in a week, two weeks, and a month and a year from today, the folks, then are then, then and only then are you letting the word of God abide in you? And that's not enough. If you're gonna take the Bible in, you're gonna take the truth in, then you need to be obedient to it, and that is verse 10. Okay? Does that make sense? So you say, Well, I'm already doing that. Okay. <laughs> now you share with somebody else. <laughs> you know, how do you abide in Christ? Stay united in him. Well, confess your sin. Don't wait really you go to bed at night. I mean, just confess it immediately, and then let His Word abide in you. That Word abide hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against God, right? And then obey. You know, don't just be a hearer, but a doer. Hey, all right? Is that is that? You say that's me. That's what I do. That's what I do by the grace of God. That's what I do. Okay. Now, now that you've got that mastered. Now let's go on to what, see what John John chapter uh John 1 John chapter 1, 1. John chapter 1 verse 3. Why did he save you? I think mean, this is great. One of the reasons that the Lord Jesus came a long time ago is to make it possible for you, men, women, boys, girls, even teenagers in this life can have fellowship with the Almighty. <laughs> what do you think? The one who split the Red Sea, healed the sick, raise the dead. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Man, he, is he real to you? I'm not talking about a force a feeling. I'm talking about a real person here. <laughs> She's going to have a hard time keeping up with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Christ came so that you could walk with him. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Christ came. Why do you, see, God the Father is on the throne, right? He said, Norman got a sin problem. I want a fellowship with Norman. So I'm going to send my son. The one I love. He loved me with a great love. And he says, I'm going to pour all my wrath on Christ. And if no one to receive Christ, I hope you're saved, you know. He's going to transfer to me Christ's righteousness. So now I can commune with the living God. And <laughs> It ought to be more today than it was yesterday. You ought to be excited about your walk with the, with the Lord. <laughs> excited about it. And people ought to see that. So Christ came so you could in a very real sense, be in partnership. Partnership with God in this matter of living for Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what John's saying here. So 1 John 1, 3 through 10. I'm not going to take time to go. We're going to break that down a little bit because this is a long message and I don't have time to uh, to go through all that right now. So I'm going to cut some stuff. Our relationship is secure, okay? We, we, I need to talk about our relationship with God once saved, always say that a relationship uh, is not up for review. It's not subject to cancellation. It is, not a, it is not subject to improvement or decline. You see, this relationship that you got, mine started November 22nd, 87, at the age of 30, okay? My relationship with God, that, fe- that fellowship, okay? So, it is not subject to improvement or decline. Because it is a practical relationship, perfect relationship, within the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is true regardless of my spiritual growth or, or, or a maturity of life or living for Christ. <laughs> my wife said, give him hope. <laughs> hey, you don't have to live for Christ. You don't have to do the will of God. You don't have to go glorify God. You can be what you want to be. <laughs> Just live for yourself <laughs> as a Christian. You know that? Uh, Hebrews twelve six says, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Now, see, and I don't want to go down that road, because have you ever been under God's chastening hand before? <laughs> right? Isn't that a bad deal? Now, you can go down that road if you want to. You can be a rebel, live for yourself and think about Christ every once in a while. But why would you want to live that sort of life? But many Christians choose to live that. Believers choose to live a life outside of Christ's leadership. Outside of his, his you know, I don't need Christ. <laughs> you know uh, you know uh, crucified life or you know what did he say what did, he, what, did what did christ say you know how do you, how do you live with christ you don't know what he said he said study to show thyself approved unto god okay that's not just merely a suggestion mark 16:15 well, yeah, go in all the world, preach the gospel. That's not merely a suggestion, that's a command. But many of God's people, well, I'm timid, I'm scared, you know, that's just the way I am. That may be the way you are, but if you're abiding in Him, united in Him, He said, I'll make you fishers of men. <laughs> yeah, what if you're not abiding in Him? You're not going to get much fishing done. You see what I'm saying? That's the simplicity of it. Uh, if you're united in Him, you can do all sorts of hope for the future But anyway, okay, now, John, in this book, refers to the other side of the coin in this matter of your relationship. See, he speaks about fellowship, fellowship. The emphasis of Ephesians, I I forget that, I didn't go there. John (laughs) speaks of something called fellowship. The purpose of the whole book of John is that you might have fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. In 1 John chapter 1, 1 through 3. Notice 1 and 3, verse 3 here. 1 John chapter 1, verse 3. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you that, so that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Now, this thing called fellowship is so important to John that he wrote a whole book in the Bible about it. (laughs) The purpose is that after you have read the book, not about the book, after you've read the book I mean it's good not the daily crumbs you know I'm, I know I make people mad if that's all you're getting is the daily crumbs you, you, you're already in, uh, you're in trouble already okay is this the most precious book in all the world to you that's a yes or no okay well if you get in this book and you and Christ meet you the spirit of God meet you in this book you're not going to want to go any other book John chapter 5 verse 39 says what I don't know. I'd find out. Search the scriptures. Not the daily bread. Search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So this book is all about Christ. You see? How much time do you spend in this book? Not about the book. Spend in this book feeding in the nature that you have. You've got to decide. Okay? So this thing called fellowship is so important. He wrote a whole book about it. And after you read the book and practice the principles set forth in the book, that you might have fellowship <laughs> with the Father, with His Son Jesus Christ. So John wants you to have fellowship as he outlines in this book, he wants that. And if fellowship is a result of properly applying principles, he is going to outline in the book of first John, it must be therefore that fellowship is not automatic. You see what I'm saying? It's not automatic. Now, there's so many things in our position in Christ that are automatic, but as far as fellowship is concerned, that is not something that is automatic. Uh, That is not something that does not need nurturing, that does not need tending to, that does not need caring for. It is very important that though you rejoice in your position, in your salvation, you have in Christ because of his marvelous grace to you, you do not neglect tending to looking after your fellowship with Jesus Christ. And so, it's important that you develop a practical fellowship with Christ that is vital, real, and significant in your lives. And one of the reasons that the, the, your children... You ever ever notice the children are no longer, I mean, they're fine as long as they're in the home. (laughs) And as soon as they get out in the home, they're living for themselves and chasing something else and doing what they want to do. And you wonder, what's going on? I taught them right. (laughs) Well, the problem is they didn't see nothing real in the home. (laughs) It's not that they're questioning your salvation. They just didn't see anything real, vibrant uh, in the home. Uh, But that is just, they don't see anything practical and real and genuine. So... Make sure that you're saved. Once you save, make sure that once you're in Christ, you work after, take care of, and maintain fellowship with the Lord. So, let's get started.
0: <laughs>
1: this is so good. It, Master 5 and 11. Okay, John 15, 15. And then you need to get over here. Okay, 1 John 1, 3. Our fellowship is with the Father, with the Son, Jesus Christ. So the word fellowship here does not refer to what we usually mean by, uh, in our modern 21st century vocabulary. <laughs> what do you think of when you think fellowship? <laughs> socializing. Hey, socializing, gathering together and, and, and come over to my house we you eat. What? Paul had no, I mean, John had nothing involved. He, he didn't think like that, okay? That was not what he was thinking about. So we got to get on the same page as John if we're going to comprehend and understand what he is saying. So certainly John was not suggesting in this passage of Scripture that he was personally going to come to every reader of his book, sit down, and have some coffee and donuts with them. <laughs> no, no, that's not what he meant. He did not imply... Okay, follow with me. He did not imply that he was going to have fellowship. We're going to have fellowship in the sense that we're all going to uh, have a big gathering. And all of, us, uh, all of his readers. And then we're going to have some fellowship together. And when we get to heaven, we're going to sit down and fellowship with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. You see how that can be interpreted that way? Does that make sense? But that's not what he's talking about here. Uh, He had no emphasis John had no emphasis on social interactions No emphasis on gatherings As we mean fellowship today Now John meant totally something different Okay, The word fellowship literally means partnership Whenever you see the word fellowship In the New Testament You can insert in your mind partnership We are partners with Christ Is what he is saying there is a partnership in this Christian life. For instance, in Philippians chapter one verse five, Paul writes, "For your fellowship, remember you can insert in your mind, partnership." Okay, that's Philippians one five. For your fellowship, partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. So here's what he's saying. I'm very glad that from the very beginning, you folks join hands with me and have con- become partners in the business of getting the gospel out. <laughs> kind of makes sense, right? Because we're, we're trying to think. You know how I did so well in school? <laughs> you just have to learn to think like the past. I mean, the, the teachers, you know. <laughs> if you learn, because you find out what's important to them. You find out what's important to God. How do you learn to think right and think like God and think as God thinks? You're getting the records of your thoughts. Yeah, this is the record of God's thoughts. You wanna think like God and think as He thinks and thinks God you gotta and be transformed. This is the book. Amen. Does that make sense? This is the book. Hey, you got the same amount of time as I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tend to do those things that are important to us, right? Okay. Okay, through John's writings, the readers of the first epistle of John were going to share with him what he had shared with the Lord Jesus Christ. In the early part of the chapter, he said, there are some things that I have seen, some things that I've heard, I've handled, I've touched, you know, uh, things that you have not seen, things that you have not heard, things that you have not handled. I hear people, well if I lived in the days of Jesus I'd be a great Christian no you wouldn't (laughs) you know if I was there in the garden I wouldn't have partaken of that forbidden fruit oh yeah right hey prove it, prove it now yeah prove it now why not walk with him right where's the devil most likely in the presence accusing God's people not living for Christ or doing right you know, Revelation 12, 12 11. Uh, uh, he talked about uh, the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused him before our God day and night. Why don't you live a life that is godly, Christ-like, God-like. Titus 2, 12, teaching us, denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously, and God-like in this present world, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious of the great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. When are you going to pick that one up? Huh? no one can live that way ok go down there that's, that's your way God says I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me God said be holy for I'm holy no one can live that way well you can't live that way if you live it out here I guarantee you I mean you're not even going to master the stop sign how many folks got to sell the telemarketers down yet I can't wait for a telemarketer phone. I just put Jesus on the phone You know, Jesus loves talking to telemarketers. (laughs) God's sovereign, right? That means that phone won't ring except he gives it permission, right? You don't sound like you're convinced about that. (laughs) But what's your attitude in answering that cell phone, okay? Or that telemarketer. See, God's trying to build character in his kids. You mean a telemarketer? He'll use a telemarketer? Yeah. Most of God's people just... Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's not... That's really Christ-like, right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I walk with God. Yeah, right, like a yo-yo. In and out, in and out. Where's the spiritual maturity? Moving forward. being what God wants you to be. You'd probably be hard to put up for me a week, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs>
1: Folks, I'm not trying to lead you to something that's... I'm trying to lead you to something that's wonderful.
0: Yeah.
1: Can you imagine what God might do with you if He had all there is of you? Not 10%. We divide our life in little compartments. You're supreme. No way over here. <laughs> what if He had all there is of you? Nothing for yourself. You know how you get that? I am what I am by the grace of God. By thy grace graceful oh God, I want to know what it is to die. I want to know what it is to die to my own self-centered, selfish desires. I want to live for Christ, and I want to live for you. By thy grace of oh God. Okay, when's the last time you asked for something like that? Huh? You have not because? Yes. Uh-huh. But why should he give it to you? James 3 4, 4. Uh, if they said they ask amiss, they may consume it upon their lives. He's not going to answer that kind of. Earn- you go to him. You go to him earnestly, sincerely, and submissively and say, Oh, God, I want to know what it is to die. I want to know what it is to fight in Christ." <laughs> When's the last time you did that? You think, this this doesn't come by pushing a magic button or walking in the hell, folks. This is a walk. He said, walk in the light as He is in the light. I'm talking about a walk here. Or you can walk in darkness. And a majority of God's children choose to live a walk in the darkness sort of life. But Christ never intended that. And so, he said, I'm going to write some things down on paper. And as you read those things, believe those things, you can enter into a partnership with the apostles. You can see by the scriptures what we saw, at Norm, and you can, can touch by the scriptures what we touched. What's he saying? The 21st century Christians not sort-changed <laughs> in this matter of living for Christ and walking with God. <laughs> you can get to know God as good as you want to like Peter, James, and John, they had nothing on the 21st century Christian. Yeah, we can see what they saw. We can touch if you believe these things. And so, uh, so the emphasis on the word fellowship is not social interaction, donist, talking, chattering. The emphasis on the word fellowship is on partnership. You, when you are in fellowship with another, okay, you share common likes and dislikes. Right? you hold things in common with each other you have common experiences you're joint, you jointly participate in the same thing right that's fellowship isn't it partnership fellowship so in other words you're partners therefore when you fellowship with God it is more than just having devotions in the morning well, I'm trying to take you to a higher plane okay it's more than just having devotions with Him in the morning. Uh, it's more than simply praying from time to time. It's more than just going to church. No, it is a walk. That is why John's used the terms walk in the light and walk in darkness. This matter of fellowship with God is a walk. It is a way of life. It is a matter of walking with God Almighty. <laughs> How do you do it? Well, I have to hurry up. It's living every single day Going about life's routines, I'm not saying you got to be an evangelist. You know, that's a gift given for the uh, for the local church to build up, edify, and encourage and equip. So, but this is for the homekeeper. You know, the doctor, lawyer, (laughs) Indian chief, whatever, (laughs) is day by day going about life's routine in constant communion with the Lord constant communion with the Lord and looking upon the Lord as in partnership with Him. You are in partnership in your marriage. You're in partnership in your education. You're in partnership in your Christian life. You're in partnership in the rearing of your (laughs) children. In other words, you're partners with God. That is what fellowship is, folks. A sense of God being your partner. It is growing intimacy with Jesus Christ. It is building up common experiences and having having shared value. (laughs) values together how do you walk okay how do you how do you talk about God okay you can you can know Jesus Christ because you walk with him in Genesis he's the creator and see of the woman in Exodus the lamb of God for sinners slain Leviticus is a perfect High like, priest Numbers is the star of Jacob Deuteronomy is the prophet like unto Moses Joshua the captain the Lord's host the judges Matthew king of the Jews you can know him because you walk with him by his side That's his friend as his companion this is for every Christian in the building just think what God might do with you. If you do follow His method. Mark 834, Whosoever will come after me. It's a life of total self-denial. And then you die. You die the own self-centered, selfish die. You just die. And the more you die, the more he gets to live out his life in and through you. And that's how it works. So you can know Christ because you fellowship with Him. If you long for fellowship with God, it does not come by pushing a button or coming down the aisle. No, fellowship, it comes by day by day, walking in fellowship, partnership, and communion, and joint participation in your lives, and making sure that God is right in the middle of everything. Everything. You see, that's... You know, he's not the unguessed, he's not the unguest, the unseen uh, guest in the home, okay? You know, you know how that kind of, you ever heard anybody say that? He's the unseen guest in the home? <laughs> no, yeah, you're just making room for the flesh. No, he's there. Is Jesus in the room right now? Yes or no? Yes. And how do you know that? Matthew 18 20, God said so. You know, you know this, the, what, we don't believe God. That's the problem. Faith, just believe God. Where two or three are gathered together in his name, I'm in the midst of them. I don't know how he does it, and I really don't care. But I know he can be with me here and be with his people all the face of the earth all at the same time and not be diminished in doing so. <laughs> Proverbs 15, 3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good, except on Friday. <laughs> We're not where he went on Friday. <laughs> no, he's there. He's right there. Deuteronomy 6, 18, do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord. <laughs> You know, you can get by with anything. You can give by. Just don't tell nobody. Just don't tell nobody. But I walk with God. Oh, no. No, you lie and you do not the truth. We're going to get to that. You're not walking with Him. I don't know who God, what God you kind of mess, you know, Allah is not God, okay? I don't know who God you got there, but you know, but are you walking with the God? Almighty God, the true God. Or do you have you made your own little God up? So, listen, you can you can know Christ, fellowship with him. Fellowship is learning to love the same thing God loves. Fellowship with him is hating the same thing he hates, like praying, right? He mentioned that's that good, That's good. You've got to make yourself small in his sight. And no flesh for glory in his sight. You know, so fellowship is to take, to talking to God at once, anytime, instinctively. <laughs> Look 18, one minute always to pray. <laughs> Yeah, right. Colossians 1 18 all things he might have the preeminence. Fellowship is a sense of God con- conversing back to you through the Word of God and through the Spirit of God. Don't grieve him, don't quench him, don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God. You see, fellowship is being guided by the Lord Jesus Christ. Fellowship is learning to love the will of God. God loves his will. Listen to this. And when you become a partner with him fellowship with him you will love his will too the more you love his will the more intimacy the fellowship is <laughs> and you don't want to mess that thing up I'm telling you you don't want to mess that up I mean if you get to walk with God the one who split the Red Sea healed the sick raised the dead I'm mean, not you're going to do whatever it is you know. yes sir whatever you say I'll do it <laughs> it's like riding a bike I'm not preaching sinless perfection, okay? It's like riding a bike. You make a decision. By thy grace, O oh God, I want to know what it is not to complain, okay? Now, you get on that thing, and you ride it, and you fall. But First John 1, 9 says, If you confess it, I'm people just to forgive you. Put you back on the back bike and let you ride, okay? But after a while, you ride in the thing, okay? You're, you're not complaining no more. Success, this walk is you making one good, one good decision after another. And you think walking with Christ, and living with Christ, done some of the way, you've already been deceived. You see, if you're not too much excited about the will of God today, I can tell you right now, you're not in fellowship. You're not in fellowship with Him. I don't care how clean you say things are between you and the Lord. If you're not right with the will of God and in love with the will of God today you're not in fellowship with him because fellowship does not mean just being able to talk to God I talked to God this morning okay yeah it's more than that it means being in league with him about the things that are important to him now that's fellowship (laughs) And, and that's why in Luke eleven two, Jesus taught us to pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. The Christian who prays that kind of prayer is a Christian who is in fellowship with God. Fellowship is feeling as though your experiences of a lifetime are just tied up together with God. What we did today. I mean, I got to walk with God today. He was in this... I'm telling you what, in Christ in the car... Would Christ stop at the stop sign? Yes or no? Right, right. Do you know Christ will master the white line? You know there's a white line, and we justify. You know there's bushes up there, so we don't have to stop back here. We just come up here, and we stop out here. We don't go out. Right? I tell folks you should have mastered the white line by now. But anyway, I had one pastor said. He said, I got that stop sign. I said, well, you missed three. He said, Well, are you keeping count? I said, not like God. <laughs> not like God. <laughs> you missed them. You missed them. In the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, you can stop. If the sin nature is on the throne, you're not going to stop, okay? I can't make that no plainer. <laughs> right? You said, if Christ were here, teaching us to deny ungodly and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteous, and godly in this present world. Right? Looking for the blessed hope, the glory of he's coming to you back. Could be today. I don't know when. We want us here. Don't you want to stand before him one day, not ashamed? So you want to live for yourself. You want to do what you want to do. I want to do what I want to do, and I don't want to do what I don't want to do. But I walk with God. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've been deceived, you've been lied to. Abraham we don't we, got, we don't to Abraham walk well, before me and be thou perfect you know y'all remember that and David I'm not going to do David and all that kind of stuff so Micah 6 8 you know you can be in fellowship with God all day long Amen. you know this is not something huh? you can be in fellowship with God all day, all day long whether you're driving a nail washing the dishes uh, cleaning the house you can be in partnership with him Micah 6 8 he has showed the old man what is good what doth the Lord require of thee to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with that God. That's the problem with 21st century christian They're not even in fellowship with him. For the most part. For the most part, they've never, they, they, they've never mastered that. Uh, okay, we'll go uh, see. Okay, you can walk, talk and fellowship with him, of all of God's creatures on earth. Only man walks with God. Only man can commune with the living God. Have you ever thought about that? Think about that. And there'd be few that do it. The in and out. It's kind of like a yo-yo. Buffet Christianity. We kind of pick and choose. We like this promise. Calling me I'll answer thee. Study, to show thyself. Going to all the world. I, You know, but God will get over it. <laughs> no, that, that's your way. That is not the way. You see, you're following your way and not following the way. <laughs> folks, I've been in a lot of churches. And we in trouble down here. Okay? If you folks don't get what I'm trying to share with you... <laughs> And maybe you're doing it. I don't know. I know you got a good... I love your teaching. You need to be here in Sunday school, okay? You need to be in Sunday school. Make a decision. Those who come to Sunday, come to Sunday school, come to Sunday school because they make a decision, but that grace, I'm going to be in Sunday school, okay? Okay, you need to be here. Just keep it up. He actually studies. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and so, you can walk fellowship with God. So let me ask you something. Do you have fellowship with Him? Are you in fellowship with Him right now? If the Lord, distant or intimate... Is he distant or intimate? Uh, are spiritual things mechanical to you? Do you talk with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you talk about spiritual matters with ease? Or is it somewhat awkward?
0: <laughs>
1: you don't love this. I was in a church in Minneapolis. Fundamental Baptist Church. So your sin's been paid for, okay? But there's a motive why you do what you do. Now, you're going to have to get an account for that one day. Is appointed unto the men once to die, but after this the judgment. We shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Why? Comprehension. So then every one of us should give account himself self to God, okay? That's, that's, that's the way. That's his way. Knowing what he says, living for Christ. I said, I don't know what you folks did on Super Bowl Sunday last week, but I do know this. If you move that 6.30 service back to 2 o'clock so you watch that football game, God's not pleased with you. Well, that didn't go very good. <laughs> I didn't know what they did last week. But I do know this, that in all things he might have the preeminence. I do know 1 Corinthians 10, uh, th- uh, 13, uh, 31, whether therefore you eat or drink or watch TV, whatever you do, do all the glory of God. I do know that's in that, okay? Now if you move that, what was the mo- Why did you move that service back to two o'clock? Colossians 1, 18 says that in all things he might have the, except when Super Bowl comes on. It don't work that way. But I walk with God. I mean, we've been blessed. <laughs> You've been deceived. You've been lying to. No, it don't work that way. I hope y'all vote today doing Super Bowl Sunday. I'll never get to come back. Okay, <laughs> I don't believe it. From all of the character I know of this guy, he probably wouldn't stand for it. And Pastor, too. So if you sit down, here it is. If you sat down face to face, okay, are you enjoying the fellowship? Are you building up a set of shared experience with the Lord? Are you and the Lord, if you and the Lord could sit down face to face now, what have you done together today that you could talk about? What could you talk about in common with the Lord? If you sat down face to face with God right now, would you st- stuck with talking about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and David and all them characters? You say I can't wait till I get to heaven. I can't wait to get to heaven either. But <laughs> I want to, or could you talk about how the Lord how he answered your prayers? How he led you, how he guided you, and how he taught you. <laughs> I mean, is that what you can talk about? Folks, this ought to be normal. What I'm sharing with you is normal Christianity. I don't know what you got, but this ought to be normal for every Christian on the planet. Those that say, born again, a a new creature in Christ. In other words, are you in fellowship? Are you building up a lifetime of shared experiences with the Lord? Do you have his purpose in common with your own? Do you have a sense of real partnership with God are you and God one in this thing together or what do you really have in common with the Lord Jesus Christ today? <laughs> Why'd you come to church this morning? <laughs> you know, what was the motive behind that? Okay, preacher, I want to have a practical fellowship with God that's, vi- God that's vibrant, that's real and genuine and all this, that and the other. Okay. Can I have just a couple more minutes? Just a couple minutes. you yeah. I yeah. yeah, cut off at 12? No. Okay, good. That lesson, they were putting it on the internet and they had a, a time limit, you know, whatever it was. Anyway. Okay, the key to the fellowship. Okay. okay this, this, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declaring to you. And that sounds like the word of God, doesn't it? It is. Okay. And so that God is light. Here it is. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship abide in him... And walk in darkness, God said, no, ye lie, and ye do not the truth. You see it in the book? You see, you see it in the book. It, it just, this is not complicated stuff. So, let me let me show. So, if you are in darkness, you're not doing the truth. Is that what it's saying, right? You read that? Okay. The opposite seems to be that if you are in the light, you're doing the truth. Right? We're still on the same page. So doing the truth is the same as being in the light, and being in the light is being in fellowship with God. Right? You see that? Okay. Being out of fellowship with God is not doing the truth. That what have, have I hid in my heart that I might not send against God. You know, remember, fellowship with God is quite fragile. You take the word of God in, then you need to be obedient to it. Right? Y'all didn't forget already, right? Okay. You've got to be obedient I had one pastor I know ten times what you know brother Stevens. I said well I don't know that much he said I perceived you put into practice everything you've learned well yeah he said my shame I've not done that I said I don't want to be you on judgment day I don't want to be you I can imagine ten times what I know and never do it I don't know I wouldn't want to be there would you want to be there I wouldn't want to be there much is given, much is required, right? Yeah, so, okay, in John, first John 1, 7, but if we walk in the light, that is opposite of doing the truth, not doing the truth, okay? So with a matter of doing the truth, if you walk in the light as he is in the light. So if you do the truth, you have fellowship with the Father and with his Son. So fellowship with God is a matter of doing the truth. Walking in the light is a matter of doing the truth. So what is truth? <laughs> John 17, 17. So you go back. How are you going to, how you going to live for Christ? You don't always said. it. Go, you go back John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So what is fellowship with God? How do you do it? <laughs> okay. Walk in the truth. <laughs> Walk in the truth. <laughs> well, I'm not always sure what's right. Well, I, I, yeah. Psalm 32, verse 8. <laughs> what does he say? I don't know. You need to turn something off, okay? I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shalt go. <laughs> Stop making excuses for your flesh. Don't do that. You see, that's a decision, you know. By the grace of God, I want to stutter to show myself approved unto God. And... In other words, let the... you let the Bible be more than just something from which the preacher preaches sermons on Sunday. You see what I'm saying? Let the Bible be more than what you uh, read when you're in trouble. You ever heard that? Go to the Bible when you, uh, you know, smoothing sentences. Folks, let the Bible be more than just soothing sentences. Read its pages, and you sent out to do whatever it says to do. To do the truth. Mary, Mother of Jesus said, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. That's still good advice for the 21st century Christian. If the Bible says you ought to pray, y'all want to go home, right? If the Bible says you ought to pray, pray, do it. If the Bible says you ought to go to church, do right, y'all do that. I like that here. If the Bible says you ought to be a soul winner, I don't think so. If the Bible says to love your wife, does Christ love the church? Folks, that's not going to happen by accident. You will wake up one morning and find out that you love your wife, as Christ love the church? It starts with a decision. <laughs> okay? Right? Okay, okay. Okay, so, okay, if the Bible says you ought to uh, reverence your husband, <laughs> what do you say, girls? Do no it. Okay, it doesn't happen by accident. The Bible says you ought to obey your parents and obey your man okay so fellowship is doing the truth simply doing the truth don't you see that so if you today are not doing what you know the bible teaches are you listening if you today are not doing what you know not what I know it's not what I know <laughs> no, if you're not doing what you know the bible teaches and you say you're in fellowship with I am I beg to differ with you you are lying for you are not doing the truth you are not in fellowship. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, he said, we lie and do not the truth. You're lying. I don't care how moral you are. Are you doing what the Bible says? What is this book to you? Is it an important book? Is it a book after which you shape your life? James 4, 7, Submit yourselves therefore to God, right? How do you submit yourself to God? Bring yourself under the authority of this book. You know what will cure most of your problems? God's, got, God's people got all kinds of problems. Bring yourself under the authority of this book. That will cure most of your problems in your home, in your church, in your life, in your business, in your marriage day, if we just do it God's way. Follow the method, His method. So, is it the most precious book in the entire world to you? You have never met a Christian who is in fellowship with God that does not love this book. You've never met one because they do not exist. Now, you've met some Christians who could not outline John 3.16, you know, who, who, uh, who walk with God. And you've met some Christians who walk with God that could not, um, did not know the difference between Greek and Hebrew. But I promise you, you have never met a Christian who walked with God, who is in fellowship with God, who did not love the Bible, and who did not seek to the best way he knew how to conform his life to this book. Folks, I'm sold out. If you ain't figured that out yet, the only reason for me to inhale and exhale is I might live for him and you guys. Those are the, those are the sessions. I laid my life down. 1987. I laid my life down. I didn't divide it up and say you can have everything but this. Don't you think I should be further along in my walk, thirty-three years later than I was thirty-three years ago? I couldn't even pronounce the word there forty. It's thirty. They stuck me in third grade English at (laughs) thirty-five. You want me to think and read at the same time? I didn't know a conjunction. I had no clue. So listen, you are to walk in the light. Uh, there's other verses, you know, Psalm 119, 105. The uh, word is a lamp on my feet and a light in my path. So when you can let the Bible spank you this morning and thank God for it, you're in fellowship. <laughs> I say, my wife says, give him hope. <laughs> you say, Did you thank God for it this morning? Thank you, God. That was good. It's good. Chasing his hand is good. Okay when the word of God speaks you and you draw yourself up and say I will tell you brother Stevens right now I just don't see it that way and you go on your way you are not in fellowship because you have a problem with the word of God Isaiah 820 to the law and uh, and to the testimony if they speak not according to this word it is because there is no light in them to walk in the light is to walk in the word of God uh, for, uh, James 1.22 uh, be ye doers of word not hearers only deceiving your own selves uh, Hebrews, here's, you want to fight the devil and win did you know that you can fight the devil as old as he is and you can win every time you should know that First Peter 5.8 he said be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion walking walketh about seeking whom he may devour and that's why I owe you if you're on God's side you've made yourself an enemy he's against you, he's against your destruction he can do everything he can to oppose you He don't want you to walk with God. He don't want you to live with Christ. He don't want you to pursue the will of God. (laughs) He loves wickedness. He despises righteousness. (laughs) Okay, that's who he is. Okay. You can defeat him. He was defeated at the cross. But you can defeat him as old as he is. How do you do that? You have no clue, do you? Well, James 4, 7, submit yourselves. Therefore, to God Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. So just be obedient to God's word. You know. And and he'll flee from you. But listen to this verse. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hebrews 5.14 But strong meat belongeth to them that are of a full age even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So what is the Bible saying? It's simply saying this. The way to keep in shape spiritually is to work out. (laughs) That makes sense, doesn't it? Work out. And the way you work out spiritually is to do what the Bible teaches. (laughs) And when you do what the Bible says, you are building up your spiritual muscles so that when the devil comes, you can tangle with him and win. Amen. See, I don't have no... I, I, if i got a breach in my wall, I mean, he that hath no rule of his own spirit, like a city broken down and without walls. Matthew 5, 28, He shall have a look upon the woman, to lust after her, commit adultery with her. Okay, I'm made up the same thing you are, guys. Okay? But I've got, I've got a... I can't have a breach there. So, uh, Ezekiel eleven five. I put. Boom, I know the things that come into my mind. Every one of them. I can't have a dirty thought and not walk with me. He can't. <laughs> Don't you see? Too much is given, much is required. <laughs> I can't go back. I asked him to get rid of my forgetter. <laughs> what if you never forget what he taught you? You never forgot a spiritual truth. Continue in the things which thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing whom thou hast learned them. What if you never forgot? Huh? When's the last time you asked him that he might get rid of your forgetter? Why should he get rid of your forgetter? Have you ever thought about that before? So it's Christianity is it's not complicated. Okay, and what runs this? What runs this? All is what I'm sharing with you is vital, vibrant <laughs> walk with God. Uh, sin, yeah, It's in the plural. It's not the fact that I'm a sinner that ruins it. It's the fact that I contend to these sins. <laughs> just don't do it. I'm not preaching sin to perfection. Just some things I don't do no more. Amen. I start with a stop sign. Because it's the right thing to do. Amen. I, stopped, I got that one. And then he said, you missed the white line. I said, how about the snow on the ground? How am I supposed to know where the white line is? For, for, see, I'm just like you guys, okay? You see, you see I'm, trying to, I'm trying to wiggle too. But it's the motive of your heart, folks. It's, it's not going 68 65. and 65. Well, I, am, I going, am I right with God? I said yes or no. It's the motive. Why are you going 68 and 65? I mean, down this road is 25. I'm going to say, you've got to be in the Spirit. You're going to go 25, come across that little thing, come up this road. <laughs> You're not going to go 25 if the flesh is on the throne. It's not going to happen. Where's the set God We're just setting an example here in Crevallis, right? As I tell you, we're just setting an example in here what it is to uh, to live with Christ and do right, not just when it's convenient for you and things go smoothly and, and everything like that. Anyway, I'm not going to be back tonight. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I love you. I'm just saying I love you that's all just take me like a (laughs) nine-year-old i don't know what he's trying to say but norman loves me (laughs) god loves you more than i do and i hope it's a help to you and maybe we can go over some more later and let's just pray father thank you again for your great love god i am so thankful to be in this place and these folks wanted to write i the spirit is so sweet you meet with us in this place and we want to do right but Maybe we just don't know what's right. Maybe we've never abided in Christ and this, that, and the other. But now we've got some instructions. And God, help us to put what we've learned today into practice. And help us to be a doer of your word and not just a hearer. And we'll be careful to thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll let pastor.
0: I appreciate that. Uh, that joy of the Christian life, you know, Christ wants us to have that and it simply comes through obedience through the following him